Hello, everybody, and welcome to China on the Rocks, a podcast about the F and B scene in China and everything in between. We did a little switcheroo today, so I'm here, your co-host Anna, and I'm here with my other co-host. Hey, yo, it's Logan, and I'm here drinking a peppermint mocha latte. <laughs> and I'm here drinking a popcorn, a butter popcorn latte. Now it's kind of funny because before we started taping, somebody was talking about last week how she hated mint. You can tell the karma. How Logan is coughing as he says. I don't this. know why I start choking a minute. So last week, it's called karma. It's yeah. like the, the the poison that you're swallowing. <laughs> all of a sudden, I started choking. So all the last week, Anna was saying on the podcast she doesn't like mint. It's not her favorite thing. Yada yada yada. Before the show, we go to order coffee. Anna orders. Uh, she's like, "Oh, what do they have for the mint mocha?" Well, Which I said is definitely mint. I had a lapsing judgment. I had a, a moment that I thought. Ooh, that could be good. And then you order for yourself, and I taste it, and I'm like, nah, not the right thing. I was going the road of Oatly latte, but the peppermint mocha sounded actually really good, and it is really good because it's minty. I normally don't go for flavored coffees, but I was like, tis the season, still the holidays, so let's let's enjoy. And and so you went all holiday out with a uh, what kind of coffee? Caramel butter popcorn. Oh, that was caramel. That's what that was. Yeah, it's oh, nice. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's festive. Very festive. And you know what's really festive too? What's festive too? A shot of Jameson. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. And cheers to those at home. Mm. Okay, I feel better. That James I don't know why I was choking and coughing for a second. Again, was the poison that you were feeding. <laughs> I was sputtering out there. Yeah, it was the karma. Okay, so this week, um first off, uh how was how was your Christmas? Christmas was good. It was very different than what I expected it should be. It was how very so? Um I thought that Sunday, Christmas Eve, was going to be a busier night, but actually Saturday turned out to be when everybody was out and everybody was being lit. Yeah, Saturday was the good night. I think has a lot to do because a lot of Chinese companies were not giving Monday off for Christmas Day,、Mm-mm. so people had to work. So it's still like a school night. I thought that considering that this is a short week because of New Year's and that people are going to have some time to relax, that they were going to say YOLO and go out on Sunday anyway. Yeah, but Sunday was actually pretty tamed. Uh, now, Friday and Saturday, people were lit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I was here for a special、uh, performance of the Grinch. Yeah, we had a, a Grinchmas going、yes. on here, which was fun. It was really fun. Yeah, Saturday we, because Saturday we had an ugly sweater party at Taco Licious.、Uh, congrats to the winner,、uh, Kobe, Kobe with a K, O B I, not Kobe. Oh.、Uh, oh no, actually, I think it was pronounced Kobe. So anyway, so he won.、Uh, he won the ugly sweater, and then after work, we all went to Post No Bills to party. And party they did.、And、party we did, and the <laughs> Grinch was here performing. That was super fun. It was fun, right? Yeah. Was there any special Grinch drinks or no?、Uh, no, it was just a lot of special Christmas drinks. I kept、yeah. like I kept everything traditional. We're like we kept the the eggnogs, the hot toddies, the mold wines, the spice cider that you're having some right now. The spice cider is bomb. Yeah, and.、Uh, That was it. Those Christmas, I did expect to be a little bit busier than it was. I、mm. think that a lot of people were out of town. A lot of people traveled for the holidays. Yeah, I think a lot of people already are. This is like the first year people could travel, and people are traveling. That's the thing. I think that that's the problem with this year. Since we only opened the borders in mid January, and the, it just kicked off this this whole thing. Like the people traveling again this year, people are taking advantage of any time off to just to just travel. So, which honestly, it's fair. I would do the same thing. 
Yeah, I guess. I guess if I if we weren't in F and B, probably I would be out of here. Yeah, I mean, December is usually our. We have so many things: Christmas, all the stuff to do in December that you can't really leave for December. Yeah. Like people ask me, oh, what'd you do for New Year's Eve? It's like, what did you think I did? Yeah, I'm gonna work. <laughs> yeah, people work? are asking me too, like, what are your plans for New Year's Eve? I'm like, are you serious? I'm gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be at work. What would you think I'm doing? I hope it's a busy, uh, busy weekend. Yeah. I hope New Year's Eve like really kicks off. Uh, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? We're doing our annual pajama party. Okay. So yeah, I've been there before. We're in pajamas there. Yeah, I've done this every year, and I like it because I can wake up if I get really drunk. I wake up in pajamas. <laughs> I've hacked myself for the new year. You're fine, yeah. yeah. I've hacked myself for the new year. I'm like, wow, I must have been really good if I put pajamas on. Yeah, we are doing a Y2K theme party. Oh, very cool. Because I feel like if there's any year that the machines are going to turn against us, could be 2024, and uh, it won't surprise me anymore. No, nope. nothing will shock me after <laughs> after the whole few years that we had, like. It might might as well be singularity the next thing, you know. <laughs> did you watch any Christmas movies or have any like Christmas tradition stuff that you did? Not really. I just did that whole thing of being lazy, eating food all day and relaxing. But apart from that, not really. I had uh, Dongbei hot and sour soup and I played cyberpunk all Monday. Look at that. Chinese food for Christmas. Yep. Very traditional. Very traditional. Oh, it is very traditional. I mean, I didn't watch a movie. That's what I would have liked to have done, but I forgot. You forgot to watch a movie. But the night before, and I didn't know this was a Christmas tradition, uh, we went to Cannery to have a great Christmas dinner, and everybody was serving uh, prime rib. Okay. No, it's like, not that traditional, but... Well, no, I saw a bunch of restaurants had prime rib, and like people were showing how they, like on Insta and everything, talking about, oh, my prime rib for Christmas dinner, yada, yada. Is it a Christmas thing? I had no idea. I feel like it's turkey or ham. Yeah, I, I thought that was this, or goose. I mean, like a, a bird of sorts, or yeah. ham, yeah. But no, I saw a lot. So we had prime rib. We had salmon. Had a great dinner at Cannery with our friends. That sounds delicious. I mean, their food is incredible. It's so. fantastic. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my Christmas thing. And then video games the next day. Oh, perfect. Perfect. A dream A dream Christmas. Yeah. I, did, I think I played video games for about 14 hours on Monday. <laughs> I wish I did. I got too busy cooking Christmas foods and setting up the house and, you know, making, creating the Christmas spirit. <laughs> now at your home, when will the Christmas decorations go down? Uh... Depends. If we're talking traditionally, I think it would be like January 6th. If it was up to me, I'll take them off tomorrow. But mm. because of my laziness and how busy I'm going to be for New Year's, probably right after New Year's, probably Fair, second yeah. or third or, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I'm just thinking, in all that description, I do sound like the Grinch. <laughs> I did nothing but sit in a dark room and play video games. <laughs> I mean, that's all I soup. want. Leave me alone <laughs> in my house with my dogs and all the video games. Yeah, leave and, me alone uh, with my Roomba. I'm happy. I know, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of all that. Yeah, Christmasness, and I think it's working in F and B. We kind of grow this like tiredness of holiday cheer of any sort. Well, yeah, I mean we're at work. Everybody else is off caroling. Yeah, I think, but I think any of this cheer is just annoying because we are we are at the other end of drunk people being really excited about something. Yeah, and everything that every like date of the year that there's a special day where drunk people get really excited about one thing, you just grow a slight little hatred towards that. <laughs> your thing. heart grows. Your heart shrinks just one size. Yeah, it's just like it just it becomes a little green to you. Just like oh, I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate Mariah Carey too now. Like oh my <laughs> god, I was so tired of Christmas music. You stopping now? I, I'm done with it. Like I was just driving me crazy. But uh, I will say, so now we're out of the 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 cheery, wholesome holiday. Now we're getting to the fun, like the really actual fun holiday yeah. that anybody could celebrate. I feel like for New Year's Eve, you you could you you could be with your friends. You could be at home. You could do whatever you want. It's just a it's it's a fun like excuse to have champagne if you want, and you know. Actually, I forgot about that. I should get some champagne for Yeah, I <laughs> forgot about all the decorations <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to remove the Christmas decorations from the bar. 
probably today actually and then i don't know if i'm going to decorate for new year's or i wanted to get i, I just had this idea i want to get a, a crystal ball um like a disco ball uh-huh. for here but not for new year just for forever yeah for, forever yeah yeah forever it's disco ball yeah i'm gonna get a disco ball nice. i'm gonna buy it after it finishes <laughs> make sure you buy it at the shanghai market you know they, they can pick the store where it is oh okay yeah then it'll come today oh yeah yeah of course um for new year's yeah we just bought all of our decorations I have to get champagne today because I completely forgot about everything. We're yeah. I also forgot. You are reminding me right now of my to-do list for the weekend. I'm like, oh yeah, because you don't want to have people come in and it's like nothing decorated. Because yeah. for people, it's like their time. You know, it's the customer's time to have like their New Year's kiss and all that, all that yeah. drama. And like, um, so the, for us, I don't know how this is for you, but for us, I have to do the countdown every year on video. Me too, and we talked about it. I mess up every year. I've never once got it on time. I know. I, I kind of narrowed down to why. It's because when we start to try to do the countdown, we still have to get people to kind of like shut up, and I think just yeah. trying to be like, hey, we're going to do the countdown, and then it takes a while for people to like settle yeah. down. Then by the time they settle down, you're like, three, <laughs> two. <laughs> and like you kind of run out of time, and there's always an asshole like, look, if you are at a bar and you're doing a countdown, even if on your on your phone it's a second ahead, just let it be. Just follow the bar because there's always yeah. one guy. Woohoo! It's New Year's when you're still on two. Yeah. And then everybody just starts yelling, and you're like, oh, "God damn it! Why am I even doing this?" Yeah. Oh, but you just yell it. See, we play. We have a video we play. Oh, like even harder to sync. Yeah, it's so annoying. And then the guys on the iPhones would just be like yelling first, and you're like, "Oh man!" I'm gonna put somebody on on countdown duty this year. One of my <laughs> unsuspecting customers will be on countdown duty. Um, and I think I know who it is already. So hopefully they'll be sober enough. Otherwise, otherwise we're doing a countdown to like at 10 p.m. I feel like I know who it is. Yeah. Name, is your, name your name. Ross? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. oh, maybe Famous Ross. Good call. Um, yeah, Famous Ross was our host for our sweater competition. That was very fun. So I was thinking what would be really interesting this year, because it's the end of the year, next week when we record again, it'll be the new year. I know. So next week, I want to work on our, our predictions for the new year for Bar and F&B. Okay. But this week, I thought we'd have a little review. Okay. Now, I don't know how to do any tech stuff, as anybody that listens to the podcast knows. So what I did, though, was pull up all of our podcasts that we've recorded, Anna, through the last uh, 14 episodes. Okay. And I thought we could just have a little bit of a recap. If you have any good memories, if you have no memories, because we did drink a lot during some of them, then that's okay too. Maybe we'll have some little juicy behind the scenes goss. Sure, let's take a look. Okay, so our first That's already twenty twenty three. Let's go. Yeah, this is all twenty twenty three. We started. Oh okay. It's, oh, sorry, I'm the one going the other direction. <laughs> the older ones were on top. Anna was going through the future. Yeah, I was going yeah. So the first episode re- we recorded for season four, episode one, was called Summer Cocktails in Shanghai. When I forgot to put the one about. So I wrote Summer Cocktails in Shanghai. <laughs> that was published July 4th, 2023. And so when they were talking about the Hugo and the Spritz. Yes, the Hugo, yeah. the Spritz. Now, thinking back on that, what did you, uh, what cocktails, did you see anything that really blew up that you didn't expect to blow up? Um, no, I think we were talking a lot. I mean, my memory now, I think we we're talking a lot about the Aperol Spritz and all that. Mm-hmm. And like, right on, we were correct. Yeah. That was it. That was summer, yeah. <laughs> it's a drink. I saw so many different plays on Aperol Spritz, even at the winter markets this year. I was really surprised by that. Yeah, people still have it, even in the winter. People still ordering. And it's funny because I, one of these days, I was really low on Aperol, like really low, but I, and I forgot to order. And I was like, oh, it's fine. It's Christmas. Nobody's going to order an Aperol Spritz. And 
boom yeah <laughs> five people can we have that borrow spritz and i'm like god damn it okay yeah. and i borrowed a bottle that's such an interesting thing but i mean that's a drink that it's not going anywhere okay so the next episode we recorded was july 12th so about a week later the one about garnishes uh, I remember the one thing that really like stood out for me from this episode is that you called it the little cut on the line. It's called a courtesy cut. Oh, uh, uh, the Corona cut. You said a courtesy. Oh, the courtesy cut. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It really stuck with me, and now I think about it all the time when I cut the little line. I'm like, <laughs> it's a courtesy cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I was do I did this cocktail class actually right after we recorded last week. I remember I was like super sick. I, I was at home, no, I was sniffling and stuff. And I had to run over to this class last week, like directly across the street for this brand that's a, this new bar that's carrying a brand I work with called High Seas. And uh, I was showing them how to make several drinks and I couldn't taste anything because I was so <laughs> sick. I was wearing a mask so I don't want to get anybody else sick. But like when you make cocktails, it's good, especially if you're showing people. You have to taste stuff, especially if you're using fresh juice. And these guys wanted to use that... Uh, the le- the Watson's lemon juice and the Watson's lime juice uh, and I for, was like, for everybody at home it's those store bought like um, roses basically yeah those like lime and lemon kind of cordials that never go bad somehow they just they're they, disgusting and they're disgusting, like oh yeah. this is the lime juice you asked for it's like no we do it fresh <laughs> we do everything fresh by I, hand I think it's even harder in Shanghai to not use the fresh stuff because you can buy fresh stuff here yeah like the fruit suppliers will sell like freshly squeezed juices yeah you could get it all like we do our own juicing because we do so much but yeah we do the same but if you just need a liter of fresh lime juice you just ask the fruit supplier it's 50 rmb what is that in dollars it's like less Uh, than ten dollars less than ten dollars but yeah it's not bad but like what so there they get had all this junk i I was like no no we have to use fresh ingredients we're making good cocktails good good ingredients right so we come to the garnishes and i was trying to show them how to do like orange twists and all this stuff they never did it before but in China, there's a lot of people that know how to do like cool designs with fruit. Yeah, for like fruit, uh, fruit platters. Yeah. like little dragons and birds with yeah. like fruit. Yeah, I'm doing like this basic, basic orange twist with like I was like cutting it and showing them how to do angles. And the guy comes back and cuts it. Looks like a beautiful ribbon. <laughs> I was like, show me how to garnish like this. Like I was yeah. blown away. They're really good at the cuts. Yeah, I, was I noticed blown that. away. And I was like, he made me feel so dumb. Did they teach you? No, because I, I was so sick. I was just like, I will. I looked at him. I was like, I'll, I'll come back and learn. I'll next go time. back and ask. Yeah, because yeah, I wanted to learn. It looked really. It was like, wow, this is really good. And the guy's like, yeah, I used to do fruit plates at a nightclub. Nice. It's like very cool. So the next one we have is about this is the episode three, season four, the one where Logan and Anna get interviewed. That was a good episode. Getting interviewed was cool. Now that was our friend Alan from a very famous publication, a publication that can't go named. Uh, that was super fun. We got very drunk. Yeah. Like we were hammered. <laughs> we were hammered drunk. I feel like at one point we were having talks about flying to Singapore and fighting somebody. Like we got very, <laughs> we? after <laughs> after we were recording, we just stayed here and like kept drinking for a while. And our friend Alan actually had to be on the news desk. So I think he had an international interview and he was pretty, pretty bleary eyed. Well, he had a few hours in between. So I think he was going to go home and take a nap <laughs> and drink some coffee. He had like a, a good four or five hours to like yeah, sober we, down. Yeah. We went too hard. So we've learned lessons. We tried our best to limit how mu- how drunk we get. But that's when we still had a lot of guests. So the next one we had, uh, season four, episode four, the one about Asia's 50 best bars. That was July 29th of 2023. Was that after me and Alicia returned from Hong Kong? Yes, that was with our our wildly missing co-host, Alicia. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you guys had just come back from Hong Kong's 50. You talked about a bunch of different places. You talked smack about one bar, and you apologized to them. No, 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 no. I talked 
smack. I didn't text smack. I commented on it because Alan brought it up first on our interview. He mentioned about what do we think. He asked us a question. Uh-huh. What do we think about the Savory Project? That's what it was. Yes. He asked what we think about it. And he explained that it was a, that the owner didn't drink and it was a place that didn't serve alcohol but only served mocktails that were savory. So I said that that just sounded like cold soup. <laughs> and uh, and then once I actually had to go and experience, I found out that a place does serve cocktails with alcohol they just happen to be savory flavors and that was a big a big twist a big change in my opinion and hence why i i apologize for that but let's be fair if you hear about a bar that serves no alcohol and all the mm-hmm. drinks are savory and they're made of vegetables and mushrooms and things like that it's a soup bar it's a soup bar yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wasn't that wrong <laughs> i would actually i would go for a soup too okay cold soup cold soup <laughs> yeah i mean okay the next one we talked about uh was the one about reviews now, we were talking about the power of DMPing, the power of review platforms. Yeah. Um, has anything changed? I think it's only gotten more tougher because you really have to fight for those reviews now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I stand, I stay. Stand with everything you yeah. said? Yeah. yeah. I mean, DMPing for us is like our Yelp in China, and that's we're behind that. We, that that kind of dictates a lot for people. Yeah. It feels, for me, DMPing just feels even more weird now i have two different ratings depends on where you search yeah so if you search on just the main page of the being just searching for a restaurant have a higher review but then if you are like in the restaurant and trying to buy a deal or something that's a different review i don't understand anymore oh i didn't know that yeah no i'm not understanding like when you on the map oh basically on the map the dumping rating on the map is different than when you click into the restaurant it's <laughs> higher mm-hmm. so it will show lower than you click. It's high. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Maybe it's the people model. reviewing the, the, the packages they're getting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. To be honest. We'll put you down. Yeah. Okay. The next episode we talked about was Midnight Bakers. Yum, yum, yum. And we uh, had yep. cookies. We had cookies. We had, uh, they told us about their felony story about dropping all the baking supplies after Alicia had told Christina they were spending too much money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. It was fun. It's always fun hanging out with the girls, and it's always fun having their delicious, delicious yummies. I think what they do is really great. So we still have a bonus episode coming up pretty soon with Camden from oh, Egg and uh, Lucky Mart. Oh, we actually should do an update on that because a lot of things have changed since we last spoke to her. Maybe we'll just have to re-update with her. Yeah. Okay. Then we talked about Pitter Patter. No, you're ignoring oh. the whiskey L. Oh, I'm ignoring because whis- that one oh, I have back stories. Oh yeah, whiskey L. I'm sorry. Stories. I got so lit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at Whiskey L, yeah. I was really drunk. Yeah, you were with me. I know, but after I came to work and I still worked the whole shift, and I was unhinged. Well, you Irish goodbye from Whiskey L. I remember that well, part. Well, I had to work. No, I didn't Irish goodbye. I said goodbye. But did you say goodbye? Or maybe we Irish stayed there. You Irish stayed. I said goodbye to everybody. Um, I ran here because I had to work, and uh, I, <laughs> I was very unhinged. Yeah. I've met... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is too, by the way, they're not regulars anymore. I, 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 they're definitely not listening to this, so I will say. Uh, there's this couple, and they run, um, they're like the choreographer or director, or something important at a very big show here in the city. All right? And I was really drunk and unhinged, and I just found out <laughs> that they directed that show where they, like, the choreographer of that show. And they asked me if I've seen, they asked my opinion. And because I was a little tipsy and I hinge, I gave my, my real opinion. I wasn't being mean or anything. I just said, like, it's not for me. I don't get it. I don't get the style. You know, I was yeah. being really, like, I would be fine with that time of comment. It, you have to know that art is kind of subjective. But I think that they didn't like that because I've never seen them again. 
Is it the same? They used to come weekly, by the way. I've never seen it, them again. Is it the same show that Eddie Yao had a Eddie Yang had a bar on top of? I don't know. Is it an immersive theater experience? Yes. Oh yeah, I told them the same thing. Yeah, but I told that to the whole cast though. Once. It's funny because they um, not a sleep no, uh, not an experience at the Pearl. <laughs> oh, fuck it, I said it. <laughs> bored to sleep no more. It's boring. I know, it, and like I was drunk, so I said too much about it. I said like I don't get it. Also, I said that like they should give a playbill about the story before you come in, because not everybody likes to be confused when yeah. you come in. <laughs> uh, anyway, I said too much, and I think I offended them, and I feel bad if you guys are listening to this. I'm sorry. I was just really unhinged that day. I was giving like a I sat the bar vibe. at that that theater and just drank the whole time because I was so bored. Okay, by so it. I did that too. I was halfway through it. I left to the bar and then the the host. Bar was cool too. The host from the bar, like the guy, like that basically introduces you and all that. It was just him there and me. So I was chatting with him and then he said like, look, even if it's not your thing, just like explore a bit. Like you don't want to miss the opportunity, especially since you don't think you're going to come back again. Like sitting here, just me and you, like what you're going to do? Like just, just like find a couch, sit and people watch or something. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I went back and I did exactly that. I found a couch and I sat and I just people watched. And it was, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I uh, see. I would have said you, me, and this martini makes three. <laughs> Get I out felt, of here, I felt, I felt a bit guilty because the tickets were like a birthday gift for me. Mm. So I felt guilty to go to the show and then like after an hour sit at the bar and just ignore the whole show. You know, and then like the person that got me the gifts were going to ask me, what do you think about it? They're like, I don't know. I've just been at the bar the oh, whole night. That's why I have to be immersive about it. <laughs> yeah it's just it, immerse but, um, myself in the character but they never came back that was it like so i i used to see them weekly and then i said that and like <laughs> that was it, it was gone and like i feel very guilty about it but i was being like whiskey honest you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey honest it's true <laughs> yeah Ver- and vino veritas yeah and vino veritas was like the truth serum they asked also if they didn't ask me what did i think about the show I would not have said it. <laughs> yeah, also, sometimes <laughs> constructive feedback, criticism is good, you know? Well, that's what happened. <laughs> um, so the next one we talked about is kind of what we're doing now anyway, pitter-patter. I like the pitter-patters. I like the unscripted, unlike, planned, just talk about random stuff. I but think, like, we get, we have good pitter-patter. But I feel like, because we're Virgos, it was very planned pitter-patter. And, like, we're like, okay, now we're going to talk <laughs> pitter-patter for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that... Uh, no, I like that. Like, this is all, not nothing scripted that we do, but this is all like, okay, we're going to do this and this and this. Like, we have uh, beats we try to hit. We have an organized soul, but we're not organized people. Like, we don't actually have a script, but we just say, let's talk about X, Y, and Z. And then sometimes halfway, we got into segues and we just don't yeah. talk about what we planned. But yeah. I mean, this time we're on it. Like, we have a list in front of us. That's why. That's why, yeah, there's a list. Uh, no, I think that that was one of the most fun for me. Yeah, Pitter Patter was fun for me, too. Yeah, Pitter Patter was fun for the listeners in Florida. We get big, big bumps from Florida. <laughs> I'm always impressed on, like, our demographics of the listeners. Moldovia and Florida. <laughs> That's who <laughs> likes us the most. And, like, the third place is, like, what, Ohio? Yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's very interesting. Like, I'll show you our analytics. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, the next one we have is about Halloween. That was on November 25th, so we kind of missed the ball on that one. We missed the ball. Why? We did it right before Halloween? Oh, no. We, yeah, so duh. some of them we record, and then I take forever to publish. Yeah, because we recorded around Halloween. Yeah. We recorded right before Halloween. Hey, it's okay. It's a Thanksgiving Halloween special. Oh, we published both of them on the same day. Yeah, that, so. was, the, that was the double header we did. Okay. So we did. We recorded Thanksgiving, and, and I re- realized I didn't put out Halloween. So for Halloween, we did a uh, pub crawl. Yeah. Uh, that was what 
The guys from BNC had surprise Jello shots in their pockets at all times. Hot Jello shots, of of Jello shots. Yeah. Um, that was a fu- that was a fun pub crawl. That was an easy pub crawl. Yeah, they came here too. Wasn't I? I would say that the the Christmas pub crawl was better. It's more happening. That was more much more happening. The 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 Halloween one was kind of quiet. Also, was on a Tuesday. Yeah, Halloween that, was a Tuesday. So yeah, it was a Tuesday pub crawl. So that was kind of tough. Yeah. And then we had Thanksgiving, and we talked about Thanksgiving drinks. Eee. And did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. It's not something. It's not my holiday, so it's just an excuse to eat a lot of cranberry sauce. So I did yeah. it. I ate a lot of cranberry sauce, a lot of Thanksgiving sandwiches. Yeah, that's the best. A I had a turkey, so hey. I had a great Thanksgiving sandwich over at Rooster. They had a I great, know, yeah. great one. I love that they sandwich. They still have it. It's like the, uh, everybody knows friends. It's like the, what was the Rachel Thanksgiving sandwich? I don't remember. I remember it's like turkey, gravy. It's everything Thanksgiving on a, yeah, a that's, sandwich. Yeah, that's it's a classic. Super, super good. Yeah, they, they're really good. Yeah, I, I have ordered that one too. Now we're catching up to recent episodes. So we have December 2nd. Well, we're getting back on a normal schedule. The one where we talk about Reddit questions. I like the Reddit stories. I like reading Reddit stories in general. I think that there's a lot of crazy stuff that people use the, like, the being anonymous on the internet to be able to share. So yeah, exactly. I, like I so you have to make like a throwaway account to do anonymous stuff. That just seems like my fun. Well, we don't have to do a throwaway account. It's just how much is your account linked to you? Well, mine is my name. Well, yeah, then you would have one. I, yeah. I could just I can just go in there and just post. Yeah, post away. Also, depends on how much you care too, right? Like, I mean, a, a lot of our inner circle of friends are not on Reddit. So yeah. it's not like they are going to see it. So True that. You know? Yeah. But I mean, it is. I like I do like going on to Reddit now. Like I wasn't like you. You're more into Reddit than I am. But I do like because I was on Quora for a while. But I like scrolling through all the questions you know, and seeing answers. I kind of left reddit recently like i i used to be like really into reddit and i think in the last i want to say last year maybe slowly it got me further and further away and now i actually don't go on reddit anymore i just thought that like wasn't being the most helpful thing for my mental health well fair enough i think that there's a lot of I don't know. Just there's a lot of shit that makes you overthinking there there's a lot of dark stuff there's a lot of um, i mean i just get a lot of bartending and celebrity boobs well, I guess I should follow those subreddits, <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of drama on Reddit, and I think that a lot of the drama when you get kind of consumed makes you focus on those aspects in your life as well more. It makes you think too much about things. I don't know. I just oh. I I just found it healthier to not be on Reddit so much. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then moving on from Reddit, we have the one from December 9th, the one about eggnog with the eggnog lady herself. <laughs> Although this year, because most people traveled, people didn't throw them any like house parties. There wasn't that many eggnog sales compared to all the other years. Yeah, just a bit disappointed. I really perfected a lot of the recipes this year. But can't you do eggnog all winter long? Yeah, so I'm thinking about doing all the way to Chinese New Year. Yeah, why not? And then yeah. it's a good stocking stuffer. Yeah, so might as well. But yeah, just a little sad. A little sad. I really like went far and beyond on the recipes and all that and it was like not that big of a, a sell but yeah well i mean for us all the christmas markets just ended uh abruptly they were supposed to last another week the big one on the bund but yeah. it got just shut down why uh fun. just one one one, per, one group from the government said yes the other group said no and then oh so it was like a governmental thing. yeah but it was it was supposed to be extended it wasn't extended so that would have been a, like you would have had an extra week for selling nog mm. this week Literally today, you could have been selling it because it would have been open today on a Wednesday. 
Oh, well. What can you do? But, I mean, definitely January, we could definitely have some eggnog nights. Yeah, 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 we should. <laughs> I actually have an idea we could do with it. Next, um, we talked about AI. So, obviously, my favorite topic, December 16th. Yeah, Logan loves talking about AI, guys. It's like, he will literally, like, I'll be at home, <laughs> like, on a day off, and I'll just get a text from him about some new update on ChatGPT. <laughs> well, I'll send you pictures and stuff that I made. Yeah, he is a, he, he's an AI aficionado. No, I'm not. There's so many things to learn, but it's so much fun to play with it. <laughs> Like I'm having it help me write a short story. Like it gives you good prompts. It gives you ways that like if I if I give it like some data, like oh I, I'm, I'm writing this paragraph, or give me six paragraphs about this one thing. Like tell me what you think about it, and it'll give me like updates or help me like through something. Yeah, I feel a little bit like a boomer in this. Like I don't have this uh, like starry eye towards AI. Like I'm not that impressed. I mean, not that I'm not impressed. I think that the coding is impressive. It's impressive that it does it. It just doesn't impress me on the emotional sense of like I don't get like excited about it. I don't I don't get well, impressed by it. I'm not like, oh my god, that's so cool. You know, that's a part of me that's just like, it well, is what it is. Well, it's a tool you have to know how to use. Like for bartending, or like if I was like I'm writing a short story uh, called "The IE Wore Black Leather," <laughs> and it's about like this guy that uh, moves into China to Shanghai from a company account. He's here for three months and he falls in love with his IE. And I was having it help me write uh, <laughs> Anwei dialogue. Okay. And it was writing the Anwei dialogue for me. I could translate and be like, how would I say it if I'm from Anwei? What would be the ways of talking about it? Because the IE is from Anwei. And then we built a, a description of the IE, and then I had uh, Dali and Midjourney draw the IE. So I have like a visualization so I could actually... Really helpful if you want to be creative with it. Same thing for cocktails. Yeah, I don't know. It just it doesn't, it doesn't spark me. I don't know, because for me, I think that... I haven't found a need in my life that AI... It, it's almost like a toy. Mm. Like, I haven't found anything that would better or or that I have a need for, even if it would be better than me. So, an example, like, I can come up with something really cool in my journey, right? But I can also just paint something myself. And obviously, what I painted is not going to be as perfect or as good as my journey, but I did it. Yeah. So, I feel like if I want to put a creative thing out there, I'd rather come from me and be a lower quality than be this perfect thing that NAI just did out of well, my no, command. What I'm like, saying is use it as a tool like it is. But you have to know how to use the tool. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. paint without a paintbrush. Sure. Or I, an airbrush as you got for your Christmas gift. <laughs> yeah. I have used Me Journey to do images for like flyers and mm -hmm. stuff for like for work because then it's easier than to find the specific image that you need. But I use it because it's fun. Because I also used to go to free stock image websites, and if I just searched the theme, I would find something that would then inspire me, give me the idea, and I'd still made flyers with images in it anyway. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's fun, but it's... She just hates tech. <laughs> I'm just a boomer. Just just recording on a podcast, getting your airbrush, <laughs> ordering coffee on, on your phone. I know, and the tech. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I just... Um, I'm waiting for Singularity. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Robotic Uprising 2024. Yeah. Let's go. I'm on your side, robots. Yeah, I'm on your... I mean, I'm not on your... I'm not on nobody's side. But I'm I'm easily convinced. I mean, I'll take orders. No, I mean, if we could have AIs work in the mines and, like, all those dangerous jobs, yes, please. But then there'll be a lot of unemployment. Yeah, I think you have to be really careful how you have the rest of that sentence, Anna. No, in general, in everything. If AI could do most of our jobs, we would be very unemployed. Well, that's going to happen. There's certain jobs a bartender AI can and cannot do. They could, They have those robot bartenders, yeah. right? Yeah. But people, I think for a chef job, uh, for a bartender, uh, people are always going to want that human interaction. Well, you're going to need one guy to taste it and kind of like program it, but to chop the onions oh, and to well, make the stew stuff. and all that. Yeah. But I think like if you're a fine dining restaurant or a bar, 
Yes. Like if you're going to a dive bar, you still want a grumpy, surly dude, but you might have an assistant that does all like the mise place. Yeah. Like I, we have here in Shanghai, like a lot of places have the iPad menus or you scan the QR code. That's the same thing in the States. You scan yeah. the QR code and there's the menu. Oh, I hate those. I love it because it's convenient. Like cause sometimes the waiters just don't know anything here. That's true. But I just, I just... I no, I don't like it. So you like, but so that, that need for human contact is always going to. Oh, for, it's for, not for F and B. I think for certain fields, it's going to be decimating. It's just like what there's no more travel agencies anymore. Yeah, but for F and B, I think AI is uh, still going to be a helpful thing. And the last episode, our last week's episode, because <laughs> we're actually getting good on we're trying our best, guys, to get good on pace here. Not good on Instagram, but good on pace. <laughs> Um, can AI do that for us? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we could program make them to do listen. It. Make them listen to our podcast and then come up with like social media posts for it. We can actually, because yeah. we have the transcripts. Everybody knows that when you listen at home, there's a full transcript of every podcast we do yeah. at our RSS feed. So the last one we did was about Christmas. We kind of covered it a little bit yeah. today. So I mean, this one is about our past, and next one we're going to do is about our future. Oh, well, look at that! So deep. Thank you. That's what I call the segue. <laughs> which I'm going to use to something that Kevin helped us write called These are the drinks I've been drinking. Been drinking. Oh, you sing along with it now. I'm trying to. <laughs> so I was telling Anna, and this was completely simpatico, that I was drinking this drink. I was, so I had a bunch of Vesper martinis the other day. It's one of my favorite cocktails. I love Vesper martini. And I like people that drink Vespers because they seem to be a little bit more fun. Vespers are uh, James Bond's martini, and I'm not drinking it because of James Bond, but it's equal parts uh, vodka, gin, and Lillet Blanc. Um, not e- Lillet Blanc is not equal parts, but it's equal parts it's vodka, equal parts, gin, yeah. but then Lillet Blanc. Now, Vesper Martini, if you remember the first Casino Royale movie with Daniel Craig, uh, he tells about a Vesper is Gordon's gin, I forget the vodka, and then it's uh, Lillet, and he names it Vesper after his first love, right? So... That's the kind of the, the, the story history about it. Okay, I don't know if there's something to it because it wasn't something like Stolichnaya for the vodka. So it wasn't it like Russian vodka and British gin? Something like that, Does yeah. it make like a Russian English because he's English and all his lovers yeah. seem to be super villainous Russian women? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. But it's a, yeah, it's a damn good drink. So I was drinking them. I love drinking them. And one of our uh, podcast friends, Sarah Foreman, shout out Sarah, whoop, whoop. S- sent us a message and she said, Logan, I in New York, the big thing is to drink them uh, Vespers with... Uh, Saint Germain and removed the Le Blanc, so I had about eight of them. <laughs> so it's proven. I was, I, was tr- I was trying to make sure I liked it or not. You know, you can't get a hang of a drink after one or two. So <laughs> after the first eight, they went down pretty smooth, and I was like, and I was super hungover. I was on a Sunday. I had to drink myself sober. I don't know if anybody at home has had to do that. <laughs> but we, we had a big night here on Saturday at Post No Bills, and on Sunday I was just feeling like like death warmed over. And I never get hungover, but I was just I was hungover. And I think I was also sitting on my couch playing video games with the heat on. And oh, I was like dehydration, yeah. So we went to dinner and I wasn't feeling my best. And then I had I, I had my rescue Vespers. And then uh, people at the bar were like, oh, you have rescue Vespers? And I was like, yeah, you should try them. And everybody felt good for the first three or four. But this one with the St. Germain actually is a really, really nice flavor. And so I was telling Anna this before we recorded it. And she was like, oh, Logan, you know, that's just something that I have on my menu. Which I didn't know because I only drink vodka soda here. Yeah, like no, I, I've been making this drink for a long time. I actually used it in a competition before. Uh, I don't do like a Vesper. I do just gin. So like two ounces of gin. And I do driver vermouth and Saint Germain. Yeah? And sometimes if you want to be a little fancy, you can add some lemon bitters. Mm. And uh, it's a delicious <coughs> martini. So it's like a, a semi-dry, semi-sweet kind of martini. And 
I serve it with some frozen grapes. What do you call that? I call the breakfast at Tiffany's. Where's the breakfast at Tiffany's part coming from? Uh, I Is it what Audrey Hepburn would drink? <laughs> no, so I made a whole menu a few years ago about movies. And oh, then, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, and then the name kind of stuck. And then when people start knowing a drink by that name, you kind of just keep it, even if there's no longer a, a, <laughs> a context to usually it. Usually a breakfast at Tiffany's is a cream liqueur-based drink. Why? Because uh, there's a, I forgot there's a brand that's actually called like, I, I forgot the name. It's like Tiffany or something, not tif, not Tiffin, but there's an actual brand. In San Francisco, there's a lot of breakfast at Tiffany's. It's got a chocolate rim on it. I've seen them before. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, the minute you said it, it like sparked in my mind. It's almost like a, not a mudslide, but semi close to a mudslide in terms of the look. I was just thinking about like, a, a, great name. like a breakfast yeah. martini, which is like a with the marmalade, you know. So mm. I was thinking about like, oh, the central main. I don't know. I was making all sorts of connections. Also, it looks fancy, looks yeah. rich. It's like clear drink. And I don't know. I just yeah, went it was there. Great. It was a great menu. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I was drinking St. Germain uh, uh, Vesper martinis. How about yourself, Anna? What were you drinking? I haven't been drinking. Dun dun. <laughs> no, I really haven't really drank a lot this this whole week. Um, since we recorded, I only drank with you guys on Saturday a bit, and that was about it. So, really boring. I think I had, if I had drinks, were shots with people and a shit ton of coffee. I guess the popcorn coffee counts. A pop, I mean, you don't have to be drinking alcohol all the yeah. time. It's probably better for you if you don't. I had a cookies and cream latte from another coffee shop that was pretty nice. Nice. Respect. Yeah, that's about it. I've been, I've been good. I've been a good girl. Now I'm saving myself for the New Year's. <laughs> uh, and uh, that leads us next to another segment we like to call F&B. I think we got it in, but I'm going to say F&B Horror Stories anyway. I know there's a sound effect there too, guys, but it's the end of the year. We want someone By to the make way, noises. By the way, Logan hasn't informed me about it. I'm looking at it. Well, I told you, not everything can be super scripted. But my F&B Horror Story was a long time ago, I used to, when Talkalicious was open uh, downtown on the FFC, in the former French concession, we were on Yu Yao Lu, and I used to have a bar called Logan's Punch, which was on Wooding Lu. And this is the one before that, actually, on Taishing Lu. One New Year's, for whatever reason, Syrah decided that I had to be at Takalicious for New Year's and then to punch, which I couldn't really do because I'm one, only one person. So I was fortunate enough. I we did. I was at Takalicious till like 10 p.m. And then um, I got on my buddy Dice's scooter and Dice was going to drive me to punch for the countdown. Uh, because we're two uh, big, healthy men that weigh, you know, well over 200 pounds. Uh, well, well, well over like a uh, hundred kilos each at the time he are the scooter actually ran out of batteries <laughs> halfway. So we got all the way up to maybe uh Shanxi Lu, Beijing Lu. So almost kind of close to rooster and, yep. and the battery died or the battery is not enough to make it. So he had, I had to jump off and this is now about 11, 11, 15. And run for about six blocks to get to the to the um, get all the way over to punch for the for the countdown. I'm like sweating, I'm dying. It's freezing cold out, and I get there, and right when I got in, everybody's like, "Happy New Year!" You missed the countdown. I missed it because I always miss countdowns. Everybody's cheersing, and I walked in like perfect timing for me. I just got drunk with everybody. I have a story that's very. Uh, okay, so but it was horrifying because for me, I hate being late. I know, and you um, were I, definitely I, late, and everyone noticed. Yeah, and I just <laughs> walked right in. Every happy New Year. I have a, <laughs> I have a funny one. So I, um, 
a few years ago, I was working at this hotel bar, and um, the day before, I had to go pick up some stuff for New Year's Eve. Uh, at the printers or something, something, I don't remember what it was, but like uh, menus or something, right? And I had to go because they wouldn't be able to deliver the next day. And that year had snow. So I go into this mall or something to pick it up. And um, Shanghai is not really prepared for snow. No, no, no. So this mall had this very, very shiny stone flooring. Oh, no. And I think there was a layer of ice in it. Mm -hmm. All I know is that I step one step inside this mall and I slip and I fall. Like back first on the ground. Turns out that I bruised or broke or something my tailbone oh your caustics yeah <laughs> so the next day is new year's eve and i can barely walk but there's no there's no calling in sick on new year's eve yeah like on a, unless like your arms are literally falling off you dare yeah so there i am <laughs> walking funny <laughs> couldn't bend down <laughs> couldn't sit down so i decide i'm gonna have to drink a little bit more just to like be functional because i'm in pain and i have painkillers mm -hmm. and all that so i don't do that. Don't mix them. But I was, I needed it, which also made <laughs> my countdown really interesting because I got a little chulet and it's a hotel bar. I got on top of the bar of spraying champagne at people. <laughs> I was like full nightclub. Everyone is like so prim, prime and proper. Like everyone is like, and I'm just there. Like I just won an F1 fucking game. <laughs> like, Fuck it, spraying at people and, um, like drinking out of a magnum bottle and shopping like was 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 hilarious was fun i just don't know if it's necessarily what my boss expected of me wasn't <laughs> <laughs> the only horrific thing is that i was in so much pain and then i after the, the day years, after you're like i shouldn't have done all those squats oh no the next day i couldn't get out of bed and i ended up having to take like a week off just because i had to rest to be able to heal it yeah uh and then yeah then i went back to work after and it was all fine but i think it was really funny new years that i always remember i just remember like walking around really funny through the whole <laughs> in the beginning yeah <laughs> oh my goodness that's a good one though that that is a horror story that turned into a a happy story yeah i didn't get fired for that yeah, that's <laughs> <a good one. laughs> but i think there are videos out there of me being completely unhinged in this hotel bar on top of this bar like cursing and yelling and shoving like champagne over everybody was <laughs> just like kicking that. glasses out of the yeah, way yeah i was like no i mean happily happily i wasn't like violent or anything <laughs> no, like you know like, when you see like the movies people are dancing on the bar and like glasses get flying yeah like i was i was positively raging i was like happy raging yeah. but still too much for a five-star hotel yep everybody's just staring at me like <laughs> there's <laughs> like one norwegian doing. guy in the back going dance dance <laughs> we know who party yeah. party well okay guys i think uh i wanted to ask you anna next week when we record after we listen to the podcast what was something you want to tell anna from to the future from this anna now for for to remind yourself for new year's eve night on your shift mm. I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that. What would you say to Logan? See, I'm a hard-hitting interviewer. You are, yeah. I'm like Sean w Evans. What would, you, what would you say to Logan? I would say don't stress about the countdown and just yell out the countdown with everybody and make sure you play some fun videos on the TV. Okay, so I'll tell myself don't stress about the idea that you, the, the, the stupid idea that you had to not take reservations for New Year's to try to make it easy for everybody else. The reason no one has asked about reservations is because you said no reservations needed. It's okay. People are going to show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's But that's our thing for every party. You always think nobody's going to show up. I know, but packed. especially because I decided cause New Year's in Shanghai is so stressful to get tickets, to line up. Places are full. So I did it like a no bullshit, like no entry fee, no reservation. Just come and be merry. And uh, 
I like that idea and I think might be appealing to a lot of people, but also not having reservations for New Year's gives you that anxiety of like, yeah, no one's going to show up. <laughs> now, this is something. So next week when I asked you, hey, did you did you follow your resolution? Because it's basically like a pre New Year's resolution for the future, Anna and future Logan. You're yeah. going to have to give a report. That's going to be our catch up for next week. OK, no problem. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody has a great and safe New Year's Eve. Have yeah. a happy rest of your holidays. Uh, wherever you're listening to, have a drink with us. And we'll report back to you next year how everything went. Hopefully, we'll be in good spirits and all live with all of our hair. <laughs> yes. Happy New Year, everybody. Don't happy, forget happy to like and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Yes. Yeah, send us feedback. Uh, on, we'll talk to you soon. Happy, happy, happy New Year's.